0: Well, good morning, my friend. Welcome to the Pastor's Podcast Tuesday morning. I hope that you had a wonderful start to the week yesterday. And I had a wonderful day yesterday. It was a busy day, um, getting some studying done, then making some hospital calls, then going soul winning last night, getting some counseling done. Boy, what a busy day. But boy, these are busy times. These are times to be busy for the Lord. See what God can do through us to help other people. I hope that you're having a wonderful week. And here we are, fall time of the year. Um, here, not um, leaves are not changing color yet. I'm sure they're starting to do that back in the Northeast, and that's always a beautiful time of the year, and I always enjoy that. I don't like what comes after with the winter time, but I do enjoy this time of the year. And of course, right here, um, being the 80s and 90s um, all week long, which is really kind of cool. Um, to some degree, I know for some, they think, man, it's hot, but not around here. It's certainly after a hot summer. This is a welcome time of the year, and I hope that you're having a wonderful day. Well, today, let's talk about changing the narrative. In Matthew chapter 28, verse 16, the scripture says, then the 11 disciples went away into Galilee, into a mountain where Jesus had appointed them. Now, the narrative of the voice, of the verse is much different from what we're used to reading about the disciples before the death of Christ. Before Christ's death, the Scriptures always talked about the 12 disciples. However, now that Judas Iscariot sinned and betrayed Christ, the Scripture says there's only 11 disciples that the Scriptures could talk about. Notice, then the 11 disciples went away. You see, the, the narrative, this narrative reminds us about the consequences of sin. It reminds me of David when he ran from Saul. Saul had tried to kill David a couple times. There was a required feast that David was to attend with Saul. But David and, but however, David and Jonathan, they came up with a plan. And that plan was to save David's life, but their plan would cause David's seat to be empty. When the banquet was there, Saul saw that David's seat was empty. And his empty seat certainly meant that David was missed. Now, was that seat empty because of David's sin? No. That she was empty because of Saul's sin and his inability to forgive and to deal with his own sin. Now, sin always changes the narrative of what should have been to what could have been. You see, God intends to always, what God intends to always be done is always ruined because of sin. The potential of what could have been will never be realized, my friend, because of sin. Many have chosen sin and the narrative of their life has changed forever. Now, there's two things you need to notice about sin changing the narrative. First, sin always hurts others. Judas Iscariot's sin hurt the disciples. What should have been 12 disciples is now 11 disciples. What should have been a table full of the king's cabinet is now a seat that is empty because of the king Saul's sin. You see, you, you cannot sin and think that your sin won't affect others. Um, many innocent people are always affected by sin and will have to live their lives with the consequences of another's sin for the rest of their life. The selfishness that sin um, causes is great. If you choose to sin, you're only thinking of yourself and not of how your sin chooses to affect others. Second, your sin always hurts what could have been. Now we'll never know what the original 12 disciples could have done because sin changed the narrative. You see, it was 11 disciples that went forward from that point. Yes, they appointed Matthias, but, but Christ appointed the 12, and one of them sinned, and one messed up his life. Now, I wonder what could have happened with 12 instead of 11. We'll never know how the kingdom would have been translated um, over to David had Saul gotten right with God and not lived the rest of his life. In spite towards David, imagine how many lives would not have died had Saul gotten right with God and said, okay, I want to accept God's punishment. Let me just move on from this forward, this point forward. You see, sin always changes the narrative of a person with so much potential to a narrative of a person saying what could have been. You certainly have the right to choose sin, but you don't have the right to choose the consequences of sin. And the regret of wondering what could have been done had you not chosen to sin? Many people who choose sin live the rest of their lives wondering what could have happened in their life had they chosen not to sin. Many live their lives looking back and they call what they used to do before they sin the greatest days of their life. And they could, and, and instead, they could have been living the greatest days of their life and God's blessings had they not ch- ch- changed the narrative by choosing sin. Now, you can change the narrative by choosing to sin, but you'll hurt everyone around you, you'll hurt your future, and the potential that you could have had had you not sinned. Sin promises so much but it takes the narrative of potential away to give you a narrative of regret, heartache, sorrow, and wondering what could have been. If if you want to change the narrative, then change the narrative by living a life of faith, increasing your potential of doing right and seeing God bless you by doing the miraculous new life. That's the best way to change the narrative. Change the narrative by having by making right choices in your life my friend we're one decision away from changing the narrative for good or bad the best way to change it for good make right decisions the worst way to change it for bad is to live a life of sin and you'll regret that life for the rest of your life my friend let's not do that let's not change the narrative let's do what is right let's live right Let's not live a life of what could have been. Let's live a life of, boy, look what God's doing. I'm living the greatest days of my life because I chose not to sin. My friend, you'll never regret that decision. I hope this will be a challenge to you to look at your life. Get rid of sin. Let's do what's right. And then remember today, be good to everyone. Everyone's having a tough time. Have a great day, my friend.